Welcome to the Bringing the Human Back to Human Resources podcast, the podcast all about the delicate balance between people and business, and quite literally, reconnecting the two. My name is Tracy Rubin, and I've spent nearly my entire professional career in HR. Join me as I share stories, opinions, and words of advice with you each week. Resources podcast. This is your host, Tracy Rubin. I hope you all had a really nice start to the holiday season and it's officially December 1st. So welcome to December. It's the last month of 2020. So here goes nothing. I thought we could take time this week to talk about maintaining a work-life balance. I'm sure I'm not the only one who has had challenges with this especially this year with everything going on with COVID and if you're working remotely like I have been. Um, And I I think it's really important because we're approaching the holiday season. It doesn't necessarily feel the same. You know, we have been locked inside our houses for the better part of a year. And although over the summer, at least in the U.S., things were a little bit more normal than they were at the start of the year, we are probably approaching a second lockdown. I mean, it, the, the writing is pretty much on the wall at this point. And if there's anything that I've noticed, it's that it's really hard to maintain a work-life balance when working remotely. Some things that I have done to set aside time to create a difference between work and personal life are things that I'll go through during this podcast, but I pretty much have always had a a good work-life balance. I went through grad school while working full-time. I've done extracurricular things outside of work. I have hobbies. And so to be able to do all of those things, you have to have a work-life balance. However, I graduated from grad school in May and it was kind of like a blessing in disguise that we had you know, just started our lockdown and in pretty much in March. I've been working remotely since March and I was able to finish my capstone project for my last semester of grad school while working remotely. And so it forced me to really put an end to the workday and start my school day, basically, which is what I had always done throughout my few years of grad school because I did go part-time in order to be able to work full-time. And I pretty much have been working remotely since, I think, March 12th, March 10th. And it was a scary, unknown time. Like, we were working every weekend because we needed to figure out what are the states going to do? What are the countries going to do? Because I do oversee the U.S. and Canada. And there was so much unknown. So every day was a mystery, which... I mean, to be really honest, it was kind of exciting to have such a new and unprecedented challenge and to know that every single person was kind of in this same space and time where like no one knew what the right thing to do was, no one knew what was going to happen. And so we kind of had to figure it out along the way. And that to me was kind of exciting because it was kind of like writing a book and, you know, taking a blank page and putting words on it. However, Once we started to realize the gravity of the situation, you know, now it's like the end of March going into April, which was, albeit probably one of the deadliest months, not to get too heavy, but one of the deadliest months, I think, for the U.S. And, you know, our stores were closed and everything was kind of just like a waiting game to see 
what would happen when we reopened. So created a lot of work and a lot of spillover into, you know, work and personal life kind of blending together. So my point on this blessing in disguise is that there was nowhere to go. There was nothing to do. So to go from having a very healthy and active social life to having nothing and being able to do nothing, it was really a blessing. I was able to carve out a lot more time for work, of course, and a lot more time for my schoolwork as well. Typically, before the the pandemic and before the lockdown, I would get on the train from New Jersey to go into the city, and it was like, I guess, an hour train ride, and I would take that hour to study or do work or read, whatever I had to do for school, and then I'd get to work, work from pretty much like 9 to 6, 9 to 6.30, sometimes a little earlier, sometimes a little later, and then I'd get on the train home, and that was my additional school time. And so it was very easy to maintain that work-life balance. Once the lockdown started, I had to basically create that commute so that I knew I had time to do my schoolwork on top of all of the work and now all of the added work that I had. So it was kind of easy to make that happen. However, once I graduated from grad school in May and it was great. I mean, I was like so happy to be done even though I love school and I always have. I filled that commuting time with work. So instead of doing schoolwork, I was doing more work work. And it was pretty much necessary. In May, that's when we kind of started to open things back up. Our stores were reopening. We were planning our process for recalling our furloughed employees. And we were like, okay, well, maybe this is, maybe this is it. This is the light at the end of the tunnel for the pandemic, right? Well, not exactly, because obviously now it's December and we still are in this state of unknown. Toronto has entered their second lockdown. I think that the U.S. is probably not far behind Canada, at least Toronto in this case. And, you know, in May and June, July, those were some seriously heavy workload months because of all of these, again, unprecedented moments in time. So I've created some tips and tricks that I actually, as of December 1st, I'm going to follow because I've spent these last like six months just working myself into the ground because there's just not enough time. And I think everyone probably has their own story of how they've given up a lot of their personal time to make space for work because there's just not enough time for work these days. And at least in my career as an HR person, I, I've said this on multiple episodes at this point, there are people, human beings relying on us to make sure that we allow them to return when it's safe for them to return to work, that we close the stores for cleaning when it's necessary to close the store for cleaning. Like there's so much riding on individuals at this point that wasn't necessarily the case prior to the pandemic. Like I never got involved with employees being out sick and managing their time out and making sure you know, that we understand their, their test results and that it's safe for them to return, that they're no longer symptomatic and things like that. I've never had to deal with that, but this is a totally new realm where we are literally tracking every individual's absence related to an illness. And it's an incredible amount of work. And my family and my fiance, they often say like, you need to take a break. You need to, you know, take time off. But And I did that, like I took time off for this Thanksgiving holiday, 
But I could not stop thinking about my employees, about work. I checked my email for the first three days that I was off during the week. So like just before Thanksgiving, I tried to maintain my email checking for later at night when I knew that it was kind of like my own time and I could carve out like an hour to two hours to just kind of dig into things that needed my attention. So that was good. And normally when I take time off, I unplug, but during 2020, that just doesn't exist or hasn't existed for me and for so many others, including my, my peers. And then Thanksgiving and Black Friday, everyone at the corporate office at least is off, but our field teams are not off. Obviously, Black Friday is one of the biggest shopping days of the year, if not the, the biggest shopping day of the year. And our stores are open. So in the back of my mind, it's Thanksgiving dinner. And even though this Thanksgiving is, was super different than it normally is, and we weren't able to see family the way that we normally do, it still sat in my mind that, oh man, I need to check my email. I need to see what's going on because there could be someone who tested positive. There could be someone who had direct contact and we need to manage their absences. And I'm very fortunate to be a part of a team so that we all kind of bear this burden together, but everyone wants to enjoy Thanksgiving. And so at what point do you all just end up checking in? So it was nice to have time off, but I realized that I can't just rely on a few days off to create or remind myself of the beauty of a work-life balance. And working remotely has so many challenges. And I think the biggest challenge is the work-life balance. And I've actually had a lot of outreach from people across all the social platforms that I'm on that ask, like, how do we engage our staff? How do we, you know, how do we keep people motivated? I think the best way to keep people motivated at this point is to make sure that they are unplugging at some point. Whatever people prioritize as their time to unplug, they need to prioritize it. And for myself and my colleagues who are managing all of this COVID-related stuff for our teams, we are working through the weekend. We are working later at night. I have like nine o'clock for me on Eastern time is six o'clock for my West Coast team. And it's even earlier for our team in Hawaii. So I think about all of that. That's my sob story of a work-life balance at this point. And it's not a complaint because actually when you love what you do, it's really hard to complain about the things that you're spending your time on. However, it's exhausting and there's definitely burnout. So starting December 1st, I am going to create for myself a very specific set of rules to ensure that I have a better work-life balance. And I hope that you guys do this with me. And I'm going to post more on Instagram about this so that we can remind ourselves and hold ourselves accountable to these tips. So the first thing is to set a routine. And I feel like if you Google this and you look up how to maintain a work-life balance during work from home, COVID, blah, 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 you're going to find these tips, but I'm going to break them down so that we can actually execute them and action them. And they're not just words of advice, but they're actually actionable pieces of information. So create a routine. I talked to you just a bit earlier in this episode about how I had a commute before working from home and I use that commute to be productive. If I were commuting now, I would probably be reading for leisure because I love to read, 
But since I don't have that, I, I don't have that commute anymore, I'm going to create a commute for myself. So I've always been an early riser. I typically wake up between 6 and 6.30. But since working remotely, I have been so much more exhausted because of the workload that I've been sleeping later. And so later for me is around 7 a.m. Sometimes I'm scrolling on TikTok, which is really not so good. <laughs> like I should probably stop the scroll. But I scroll until like 7.30 and then I wake up and I'm exhausted. And some mornings I use it for, for Peloton. Other mornings I just do nothing. And that's actually more exhausting to me. Like I now realize I need to use that time that I would normally commute to actually do that. So I'm going to start waking up again at 5 a.m. I hope I don't regret making this commitment. I'm like staring off into space while saying this. Okay, I'm doing it. I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm going to work out because I have a wedding to shed for, (laughs) which you don't have to, but I want to. Maybe some mornings I'll podcast. You know, now while I'm working remotely, I I kind of sign on between 8 and 8.30, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to sign on between 8.30 and 9, like I normally would when I would be commuting to the office. And so I'm going to take back that half hour between 8 and 8.30 and do something for myself outside of working out on the podcast, whether it's reading, whether it's going for a walk, maybe it's literally just scrolling on TikTok from 8 to 8.30, whatever it is, I'm going to do that. And then I will start my day at 8.30. So now I don't think it's realistic to have an end of day commute where I'm ending work at six and I'm you know, doing something again for myself. I don't know that that's totally realistic. However, what I'll do is commit to having an end time between six and seven and I will make dinner. Maybe I can even make dinner during the morning when I'm doing something for myself. I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but I'm creating a commute for myself. So after work, I'm going to then make sure I am continuing on with my personal life. So creating that end of day commute. So I feel good about committing to that. I hope that you guys are inspired by creating routine and that you also create a commute for yourself. So that's the first thing. So second, I'm going to bring back my hobbies. Podcasting has become one of my biggest hobbies at this point. I really, really, really enjoy it. And so I'm going to make sure I do it more often. And I used to read where like I could either read multiple books at once or I would start a book, finish it, start a book, finish it, start a book. And it was like back to back. And I need to like get back to that because there's something so enjoyable for me about reading. And I really kind of like give myself such a mental break when I read because it's one of the only things I find that actually stops my mind. Like I, when I read I don't think about other things. I just think about the characters or what I'm reading or the information. And I I kind of miss that. I miss having that mental break. So I need to do that again. And one of the hobbies that I'm hoping to create is actually a TikTok. I got a really great recommendation from a friend to start a TikTok around this podcast. And so I have to figure out what that looks like. But it actually would probably be really fun for me because... I actually, one of the things that I love about TikTok is the professional space. So I've ended up on like dermatology TikTok. I've ended on real estate TikTok. Like I've gotten on so many sections of TikTok, like the TikTok universe. And I'm sure there's an HR TikTok out there, but I, I could be interesting. So 
I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I might chicken out and not do it because I, I just, I don't know. I'm not as much a millennial as I probably should be, but getting back to hobbies. So we covered two points already. The third, and this is something that I've actually always done since the start of working remotely in March, and that is creating a workspace and a home space. So I do have a desk and I have a whole setup for my computers and my screens and everything. However, one thing that I do that I highly recommend to everyone is getting a lamp for your office space or wherever you work. If you work in a studio apartment, that's fine. Get a lamp, get a blanket, get something that symbolizes work and turn it off or put it away when work ends. So for me, I have a lamp at the corner of my L-shaped desk and it sits to my right and it's on during the workday and I turn it off at the end of the workday. And so sometimes the lamp does stay on until 10 o'clock at night, but when it turns off, that's when work turns off. So I really recommend taking that um, that idea and implementing it. It's helped me a lot. And um, before I had the lamp, I would, you know, I would close the computer. I would do something that symbolized, okay, the work, the office is closed for business. Like we're done. It is time for personal time. And it helps just to kind of compartmentalize where you are in your day. And so I think that's what the commute will help with. If you do this, let me know what your, let's say your office sign. What's your office sign? My office sign is the lamp. Maybe it's a matter of using a different cup or a mug, or you go from your couch to your bed or something like that. That's your office sign. So when your office is open, your sign is X. And when your office is closed, the sign is Y. So let me know what your office sign is. And then my last tip for this week is to know when you need to take a break. And for me, I go and I go and I go and I go and I go until I literally can't move pretty much. That's just how I've been my entire life. I, I feel very fortunate to have a really strong work ethic. I grew up not having any other option. Like it was that you worked hard and you played hard, but you especially worked hard. And if you worked hard, you got what you wanted and you would be successful. Even if like, you know, something didn't go right or I wasn't good at something, I had to work hard through it. And it's taught me a lot of really great life lessons. However, I didn't always know when to take a break. The only time I knew when to take a break was when I literally burnt out and could not like physically do anymore. And I would have to like veg out on the couch for like 24, 48 hours, do nothing. And then I was reinvigorated. But that's really not healthy. It's not actually a sustainable approach, (laughs) but it's really, it's not healthy. Like, you know, you burn out and then what? And for me, like it takes a it takes a lot for me to get to that place of being stressed and burnt out. And I I got there a couple weeks ago, right before my time off. I got there. I hit a wall. I started bouncing around on my stability ball, like around my desk, and I was clearly losing my mind. And thankfully I had scheduled some time off, but actually I probably would not have taken that time off had my fiance not been off. And so then what, what would I have done? I burnt out two weeks ago, had, I'm not going to say mental breakdown because I really didn't, but I had a, I had a moment where I was like, everything was just too much. And to the point where I literally like in the middle of the day, I needed to move a meeting 
so that I could actually have time to just breathe because I was totally done. And okay, fine. Took me, what, eight months to get there? But like, we had like, you know, we all had little mini breakdowns during the quarantine. But that's like really, it's not good. So what would I have done if I didn't have that time off? At that point, I would have needed to say to my boss, hey, I'm going to need some some time off. Is this okay? So all I'll say is that if you think that you can keep going and you don't need time off, you actually should at least plan one day when you feel you don't need it because it might be the day that you need it most. And so knowing when you need to take a break before you need a break is one of the best things that you can learn over the course of your career because we all need a break. If we keep going and going and going, we're eventually going to stop. And so preventing that burnout is something that we all can do individually, but that we also should be thinking of for even our employees. So when this episode launches, it's the start of December. We have an opportunity to get ahead of our New Year's resolutions to end this crazy year with something for ourselves, with something good and positive and healthy. And so I encourage all of you to schedule a break in the future, schedule time, whether it's for the holiday season, even though this holiday season is going to look a little different, I think everyone should still take that time off the way they normally would. I mean, in retail, like we, our, our teams in the stores can't take off until January. If we had vacation time during our busiest season, we would not have enough employees in the stores. And that's just, this is retail. Like if you don't want to work holidays, nights, and weekends, then you should not be in retail. My thinking for our teams is that in January, we need everyone to put in vacation time. It came back after being furloughed and locked down and, you know, everyone had some sort of physical, emotional, financial burden from COVID. And hopefully most of us didn't lose or have a family member impacted, but many of us have. And so we're going to need to have time to actually just sit down and relax with either ourselves, our loved ones, our spouses, our partners, whomever. And so for our teams that are not taking vacations during this holiday season, they should be taking that time off at the start of the year in 2021. If you're a manager and you know that your teams have not taken time off pretty much at all through 2020, which I don't really know anyone that's taken any substantial vacation time. And it's probably because we can't travel or travel is restricted. And so like, why waste my PTO hours if I can't go anywhere? And I get that. Um, But if you're a manager or if you're an employee who is like, yeah, hashtag relatable, take time. A staycation is just as nice and you can do things that are local. You can do things that are just as fun and safe, um, but that still give you that time off that you deserve and probably really need. With that said, I am really going to commit to the things that I have committed to on this podcast and it's going to start with that routine and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm actually really excited to go to sleep early and wake up at five in the morning and just have time for myself. And yeah, I'm just really looking forward to time for just myself because my work is focused on everyone else. There's nothing more to my job than to make sure that everybody else is taken care of. And so who's taking care of me? 
well, I'm going to have to do that too. So this routine, this reinvigoration of my hobbies and reminding myself that I can have a commute while working remotely, I'm really excited for it. So I'll let you know how it goes on the next episode and, and through my socials. So I hope you go into this December Looking forward to 2021. I cannot wait for 2021. It's the year I'm getting married, um, which actually I'm going to need to take some of those hours before I start my workday to get back to planning the wedding because I got all the big stuff done. Like I, we have the venue and we have the florist and we have the band and all those things. But like there are so many other things. There's so much more that needs my attention. I'm looking forward to taking time back to you know, invest in myself and my relationship and hopefully have a lot more stability and work-life balance. It's all about work-life balance. It's all it is. Yeah. So I look forward to hearing all of your thoughts and opinions on this episode. I think I'm going to make like a little template that talks about how we're going to use our new time and I'll post that on Instagram and you guys should use it and share it and fill it in. So on that note, I wish you all an incredible month of December. I will, of course, see you next week. And as always, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at hrtracy, that's H-R-T-R-A-C-I. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search for my name, Tracy Rubin. Thank you so much. See you next week.